0: were we talking about the polar express? Yes. Merry Christmas, by the way.
1: Yeah, merry dude, merry christmas. This uh, this might actually come out around christmas.
0: Yeah, well, we ideally our, we ideally so right. considering that we are we're now we're talking about our 13 days away from christmas. I hope this whoa. comes out around christmas. Well,
1: and we, you know, we just we just released the episode about the the 20 minute episode of, of us talking about christmas vacation. Where fifteen. Unf- of those Unfortunately,
0: minutes. I don't think this one will be as fun as that one was. No. Um. Just because I understand, I understand it's not a classic. I under- well, it kind of no. is. The story. The story is the story a classic. The story is a classic. I think the, the movie yeah. might be a classic. I think the movie
1: is a classic. I think
0: it's a classic Christmas movie. Here's the thing: classics don't always have to be great movies. That's true. And I I get that it that this movie was not a hit for everybody. <clears throat> yeah. I. Personally, really liked the visuals in this movie but yeah see that was was that your foot I'm sorry sure was oh don't do it again <laughs> don't keep doing it
1: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> are you distracted now
0: did I throw you off you threw off the Emperor's Group I love that movie that dude. is a great movie I love the Emperor's uh, that, was group? that David Spade Who's the emperor? Yeah, and who's the guy? Who's Kronk? Uh, uh,
1: the big guy. He's uh, he's Sully in Monsters Inc. John Goodman.
0: There we go. Bro, I'm watching this video that just popped up on here about these dogs that are used to when a they're used what for the Nevada Fish and Wildlife or something to scare off bears and and keep. Everyone's safe by making sure bears and humans don't mix. Did you know that girls' periods attract Wh- bears?
1: The bears can smell the menstruation. I don't think that's true. It's from Anchorman, bro.
0: Oh. Oh. Come on. <sighs> it's called Sex Panther. It's got bits of real panther. It has bits of real panther. I'm not going to lie. This smells like pure gasoline. It's quite pungent. <laughs> it's got a
1: musky scent. This is, this is not why we're here, Gus. Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're here we're okay. here we're here because We're talking of, about the Polar Express. The Polar I, Express. When hot we chocolate. get there, we'll scream, "Yay!"
0: I okay, I love the Polar Express. You know, so what? what I, I've, never I've never been, don't I, been I, don't I, I, the, I, I don't hate them. I don't hate the movie. I've never okay. been a huge like Christmas well christmas in general right type of person not gonna lie i'm kind of a scrooge you're kind of a scrooge like i, lo- I love christmas mm-hmm. starting on like december 23rd yeah and ending on december 25th like it ends christmas night when you go to sleep christmas night christmas is over yeah i get that i'm not the kind of person who uh thinks it's acceptable to like put up christmas lights before thanksgiving like oh, christmas doesn't start when halloween ends you know what i'm saying not. Dude. Now that being said, I have a Christmas tree in my apartment. Yeah. Well that's good. I, I, I never in a million a never in a million years would I have thought that I'd have a Christmas tree up in my apartment. I was kind of shocked when you sent me the picture.
1: And like, dude, I remember being a kid, like my mom would like force us to decorate like mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. And I would hate it. Yeah. Every single time. I think I was, like, for us it's,
0: it's for us it was Black Friday. Everyone oh, would everyone oh. would go shopping, which I never participated in, by the way. I would just sleep. My what? whole family would go shop. In Black Friday? Yeah. I, I participated once to get a TV. Yeah, I think I've done it many times. I was in nice. high school. <clears throat> that TV is still up in my apartment right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Which, oh, by yeah. the way, I think I'm going to buy a new one soon. TVs, not that expensive. No, dude. Like, relatively speaking. You could get a giant TV. You could get a nice TV for like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah.
1: Realistically. Especially yeah. Black
0: Friday, dude. There were some Black Friday sales. Oh, yeah, dude. 55-inch TVs for like $190. Yeah, dude. Walmart was selling pretty, a 65-inch. You, you can find 65-inch for under 300
1: Yeah, dude. Walmart was selling a 65-inch on Black Friday for $298. Yeah, that's crazy. That is
0: insane. That's wild. So anyway, anyway new TV might be coming soon. Oh, I might, hope. Maybe we'll see it. I hope. I don't know. It's you know, not that not. one.
1: That's not a bad TV. It could, it could I be. Mean, I, would, I, would watch, I would watch a movie on that TV. Are you about to go turn it on? Okay, he's guys. He's stepping towards the TV. He's looking for the power source, but he's struggling to find it because, as you all know very well, he is smooth-brained. Yeah, it's probably yeah at at least fifty-five. Oh my gosh, his smooth brain is trying to measure a TV. Very po- hey, you know um iPhones, iPhones have a measurement app now. I am appalled that you would say that in to can we in front can of we talk case. about polar express? Let's get back on track. Um talk to me about why you love polar express so much. Why you, I love you meant so you're you're not a Chris, about, you're I not was, a Christmas guy. I'm not a Christmas
0: guy, but right. the polar express is one Christmas movie that I will watch over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's a movie you watch once a year
1: around Christmas time. I'll watch it outside month. of Christmas time. This is oh. the
0: one Christmas movie that I have watched outside of Christmas time. Okay. I'll watch this wow. shit in the middle of summer. I don't care. See, now, uh, Polar Express
1: is one of the... So there are a few Christmas movies I do watch every year. I, I always watch A Christmas Story on Christmas Day. I always watch Christmas Vacation I always watch Elf and A Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Those are you almost always. Those four movies are like the four movies I will always watch around Christmas time. And I think for me, one reason why I enjoy watching Polar Express so much is I remember when I was a kid, my grandpa would read the book to us around Christmas time. Like he would, all, he would always read to us at you know at night before we went to bed. We would get on the couch, me and my sisters, and he would read us. You know, whatever Christmas Mm -hmm. stories or really anything, he would read a Shel Silverstein like.
0: Oh, dude, dude! My grandpa love Shel Silverstein.
1: My grandpa has one of the best narrative voices, like storytelling voices. It's just so soothing. Yeah, he's he's from the he's from Southern Missouri, so he's got a little twang in his accent, and it's just oh man, it's so cool. Um, but Polar Express was one of the ones he read us, and then when when the movie came out, we went and saw it. And then they got it on DVD and we would always, you know, go to their place on, you know, Christmas Eve. We would watch Polar Express and drink hot chocolate. And it was just like this this huge part of my childhood that I, I love it. It's a nostalgic thing for me. I
0: think so. Okay. At least that's one of the things, the nostalgia factor, because this movie came out in 2004. So basically it was there the entire time I was growing up. Right. It would have come out when I was what, like six years old. So yeah. it's been around for a long time. A while. The yeah. story has been around for long oh, before gosh. we were even at born. At least probably around 50
1: years at this point at least. Yeah,
0: I th- I think Let's it was see. it came out probably in like the 70s or 80s, right? It was written by a pretty a well-known like children's author, I'm pretty sure. 85. Wow, okay. Um so I understand why some people don't like this movie. The number one complaint that i 've heard about this movie is yeah. the animation that would be and I will tell that would be you my complaint. The honestly. characters are kind of creepy, not gonna lie, yeah they 're not fun to look at, the, but the main girl when she smiles, but she 's like one of the only characters that really like shows her teeth the whole time. This is what's cool, and i don 't know if you knew this. yeah, this was the first movie, the first film ever made entirely with motion capture, yes. And that, that in and of itself, in two thousand four, like that feat for me makes. I'm okay with overlooking some of the flaws in the animation. I'm over. Right. I'm okay with overlooking uh, the the uncanny valley that these characters represent because they're so lifelike. The uncanny valley is very real in this movie. Because very real. Ju- just the <laughs> idea of having an entirely motion capture film um to this um with this kind of size right um it's kind of cool the other thing i love about this movie is tom hanks yeah he well he basically does make this movie because he plays five different characters in it which is crazy he's the narrator yep he's the conductor he's the dad he, he's the dad he's the hobo on the train and, and santa. he's santa claus right right which is awesome. Like, that's super cool. Obviously, um, Tom Hanks is um, an accomplished voice actor. Multifaceted. Um, among yeah. many other things. Yes. Um, but this, this showed a lot of range from him as a voice actor. Yeah, agree. Um, Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Also, this movie was directed by Robert Zemeckis, which yes. this is not the type of movie that you would necessarily think would come from Robert Zemeckis. No, this is not necessarily like this is the back to the future guy. It's kind of like making when a Polar Express. It, and it's like that's that's so cool for me because, again, a lot uh, like Tom Hanks showing his range as an actor. Right. This is Robert Zemeckis showing his range as a director. and his willingness to take risks in right. animated film. Yeah. As a director. You know, uh, you know, another motion <laughs>
1: capture movie he did exactly like this one was Beowulf. Yeah. And that came out a few years that. later. I, I no. just I think I think for for the time I think it was revolutionary because I think filmmakers thought there would be a little more like development with full on motion capture in the way that this movie was made and I just don't think it really caught up as fast as they thought it would. Yeah. So I, for the time this was you know the animation style was groundbreaking, but it really just it hasn't kind of. Progressed or advanced to the point where I think people thought it would. Yeah, and that kind of sucks to see. But I would agree. Robert Zemeckis making a movie like this is—it's super. He—he um, he did the same thing in—he um, did uh, *Christmas Carol* with Jim Carrey. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's a Robert I'm, Zemeckis' movie. Is it? I'm almost positive. Ninety-five percent sure. No so need to fact-check me. That's hundred percent correct. Um, no. <laughs> It it actually is. It is. Uh, looks on. like it. I know my movies.
0: Um, so well, I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess in a sense, um, The Polar Express kind of kicked off that facet of his mm-hmm. career, and he kind of experimented with it. With he Polar did. Express, went yeah. on to those other two, and I would, I would argue, that as much as people don't like the visuals in this movie, right, that this is probably his most well done. Um out of those. Yeah. As far, because here's the thing, he doesn't have much to do with the animation and how it progresses. And right. All right. Of the, that's not a directorial thing. So, I agree. but I think that, um, I think that this movie, the other thing that it did really well, mm. um, is it was kind of a hidden musical. It wasn't, it bit. wasn't yeah. made to be a musical, but there was kind of those musical aspects of it. Right. Also, just the, for me, kind of the relatable thing, and and I think a lot of, if not everybody can relate to this, mm-hmm. this kid that is becoming skeptical of right. Santa Claus and right. of Christmas in general, um, mm-hmm. after, you know, disappointments after whatever has gone on, right. He's kind of losing his Christmas spirit. And we talked about with with Christmas Vacation that they're not all about or that all Christmas movies are about like finding your Christmas spirit and right, like, giving right. to others and all. But and this this kind of is like this is a stereotypical Christmas movie. In a way, but I think kind of the
1: the tone the movie takes and how it kind of it kind of looks at it through the lens of all these children. I think is what makes it unique. It's, yeah. it's it's a very it's a very unique um um perspective the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? And you get different kids in different stages of belief as well. Yeah, which is right?
0: kind, it's kind of cool because that's how it, it that's how it happens exactly. as we're yeah. growing up, right? That's in,
1: I th- honestly like my favorite moments are like the moments with with the hobo on top of the train. Yeah, kind of those darker, almost more sinister moments mm-hmm. that are kind of um, I don't know. They're influential to the kid, obviously. Well, but and
0: in that way, this is just as much kind of a fantasy movie as it is a Christmas right, movie. Right. Um, I think
1: I really I really appreciate the movie for the tone it takes. It's not. I mean, there's you know, there's very kind of uh, uh, stereotypical Christmas beats that it takes, but it also kind of is ambitious in that it it takes kids and puts them in dangerous situations and kind of sets a different tone that most children's Christmas movies don't really take. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I mean, I think the only other story before this one that kind of had a similar tone to that would have been like A Christmas Carol yeah dickens a christmas carol is a very dark kind of not brooding but it's just it. it is a dark movie it's a well, dark story
0: and another thing about another thing about um uh, the polar express is that none of the characters are wasted mm-hmm. like we don't just get you you would think that with a movie like this where it's basically all these kids being introduced to santa or whatever that we'd mm-hmm. get a whole bunch of random characters that we don't really care about that never get the backstory they deserve. Right. The right. characters that are kind of um, random, like the hobo, like the yeah. the know-it-all kid. Yeah, with um, glasses. Which I'm pretty sure is the actual like credited name. That's the other thing. These none of the none of the kids actually have, have names. names. They're I think huh. it's like so, it's just like boy and girl and know it all.
1: Yeah, Tom Hanks is hero boy. Wait, Tom Hanks plays the kid, too? The kid
0: is the narrator. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So the kid, I guess, is two actors. Conductor, Hobo, Scrooge, Puppet. Santa. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Daniel Sabara is the voice.
0: But I think, I think that, um, that kind of ambiguity. Is that the yeah. right word that I'm using? Ambi- ambiguity? What does, yeah. it, what does ambiguous mean? If something's ambiguous? yeah. But am I using that right? I think so. Like the kids with no yeah. names? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah, the, okay. Hey, yeah. hey. No more questioning it. Like, let, um, me, let me look it up on Wikipedia. Um,
1: Prisoners has an ambiguous ending because that, it do, it that, doesn't wrap up. You're yeah, not sure the, what actually I, is going to happen.
0: Yeah, but that's not. Anyway,
1: continue <laughs> with your thought.
0: We are going on we are just Dude, off. Dude, this episode. We are off the rails this today. This episode we are, what is are we, too much. What are we doing? I can't handle it. Who am I? I can't, I can't handle it anymore. Merry I'm just Christmas. looking at
1: Yeah, Eddie Deason is know-it-all.
0: Okay, so that was one of the other complaints that I've heard a lot. Hero girl. Is how annoying that kid is.
1: Oh, yeah, there's only one kid, Billy. Billy has a name. His name's Billy. But he's oh. the only one. What the? He's the only one. Why, he, Why did he, Billy get a name? Because that's the only time they asked anyone's name was they asked. Well, you know what? Is.
0: I don't like this movie anymore. Dylan
1: Cash as a boy on it's train. No,
0: I'm over it. <laughs> no,
1: you're not. Yeah. You love this movie. I don't.
0: I love this movie, but I don't want. If none of the other kids get a name, why does Billy get a name? That's not fair. Time for Billy to get a wet <laughs> Willie.
1: <laughs> Billy, just give me what time?
0: Time for Billy to get a wet Willie. <gasps>
1: Oh, I, I don't think we should keep, I don't think we should keep talking, dude. No, we're, we're in trouble. Rapa, finish what you wanted to say about like what you, you were saying something about the, the, yes, the fact that the, the ambiguity,
0: the ambiguity of, of the kids and of their characters and
1: like their background and where they the, come from.
0: Exactly. And, and they're kind of, like you said, in these different stages of belief mm. or disbelief. Right. Um, that's part of what I think makes the story so relatable um yeah. is that we don't really need to know their names we don't really um they don't all have to have this like background that has been exhausted and talked about for long periods of time it doesn't take a lot of character setup right because it's something that we can all relate to every single person i think at least those familiar with the story of santa claus yeah can look at a character in this movie and relate to it or yeah. look at a character in this movie and be like, I know somebody just like that. Right. I know the kid who stopped believing in Santa Claus when they yeah. were really young. And, you know, I know the I know the kid who's just in it for the presents, doesn't really understand yeah. what the celebration of Christmas is about. Right. Um, or for <coughs> hero girl in this movie, I know the kid who's always looking out for everyone else before themselves. Right. Um, I know the kid who has been overlooked. Or mm-hmm. you take any one of those characters and flip that to yourself. I was the kid that right. fill in the blank. There's something here for everybody to relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you take away, and, and that's as far as the story goes, and then if you take away the fact that all these characters have cold, dead, beady eyes and uh, their faces are just disgusting to and look at. Then when they smile, <laughs> you just want to tie a rope around your neck. and. <laughs> Don't say that. If you take away the fact, if you take away the fact that the motion capture uh, is truly, for the faces scary. is freaky as shit, yeah. Outside of that, and I know it's a big thing to overlook, yeah. Motion capture animation is very cool, and it makes it very realistic. That's fair. It makes the physics of the movie a little bit more real. Yeah. Um, which you don't always, and there's obviously it's still a fantasy movie. It's still also, an animated movie. Not but, gonna
1: lie, the scene on the frozen lake. When the when the ice the tracks are
0: frozen yeah. over, that's pretty sick. That's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. And with the caribou, dude. The caribou. two caribou. The, <laughs> the the two Ugh. the two guys driving the train. The two, yeah. are so They're funny. They're so funny. Oh but, my gosh. I, so anyway, the outside of the actual faces on these characters, I think the visuals are awesome, and the the use of color, the use of light and dark yeah. in an animated movie, especially the scenes on top of the train mm-hmm. where there's like the, it's lit by just the fire or right. by, you know, it's basically the moon and the stars that, uh-huh. th- that part of the animation is actually pretty brilliant. The way that yeah. the movie was made is actually pretty brilliant. It has its shortcomings yes. that are difficult to overlook because it's an animated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I get that. I completely get yeah. that. Um, but for me, the, the <clears throat> positives and, in this movie and, and the ways that we can relate to the story itself, yeah. which is kind of cheesy for a Christmas movie, right, but right. that is enough for me to overlook, you know, poor animation or an annoying character, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, So, we do it for every movie. I know you don't love this one, but let's go ahead and and give it a rating. Did of, we we didn't give Christmas vacation a rating. Did we not? No. Oh, then I don't want to rate this one. Man, what are people are going to no, be like? I don't want to. We rated what you're writing? We what you rated? We, ra- we rated what are you doing? we rated Bly Manor. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, we it's rated a, Bly this Manor. This whole day is blurring together.
1: We didn't rate our Halloween movies. I don't think we need to rate our Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah, let's
0: not. Let's not. Yeah, cuz you I don't want to know what I would give I this don't want to know what you would give it. And it's
1: <laughs> actually pretty positive. I wouldn't give it a bad grade. I well, we don't need to talk about. You it. know what I would give a bad grade? Huh. Um the movie I just told you I watched. You know what
0: I would give an A plus. What? The room. <laughs> hey, you want to take him out?
1: I'll well, take I him out. Try and think of this movie I just watched that was. Oh, Mulan. You know what? I would give Mulan probably a D. Whoa. It's bad. Whoa. We'll whoa, talk about it whoa, sometime.
0: Whoa, whoa. We'll watch it together. Watch out, Disney. Watch out, Marvel. Hey, Disney, quit remaking your movies. The animated ones are fine. Anyway. That Marvel talk should be coming up if it hasn't already. We might have already talked about it. True. If we did, go back and rewatch it. Yeah. Tell your friends. But wherever you are Tell experiencing mom. this episode, yes. um, check us out on Spotify. Yep. Check us out on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, if that's your thing, really anywhere you can find anywhere that you listen to things. Yeah, check us out 100% um, if you want the video if you're not already watching the video check us out front row seats on youtube. Oh, yeah um join our dozens of followers dozens um, on this literally Literally dozens dozens. of followers, dude If you combine our followers from youtube and all of our audio platforms, we have like probably 40 Did you say 40? So check us out uh, on all of those things. If you have, yes. um, I really do mean it. Tell your friends, uh, we leave want, us, leave us a review. We want, we want people to hear about us. Um, but we want to hear your thoughts. Yes. Most importantly, Comment, so, subscribe, yeah, exactly. Let the us know, bell. let us know what you think about, uh, the uncanny Valley and the unsettling oh, facial yeah. features of the characters Absolutely. in this movie. Um, but don't leave out what you think about the rest of the animation. Cause no, that's no. kind of my thing. Um, let us know what other Christmas movies you enjoy. Yeah, you know the this one. There was yeah. two others that I was torn between. Uh-huh. The only real Christmas movie that I was torn between was Christmas Carol, uh-huh. but the Mickey Mouse version. Oh, okay. What do you think? Do you like the Christmas story? I do, Th- yeah. and that that was another one, kind of like Christmas Vacation, where yeah. that's like one of the earliest ones that I remember watching. Right, same. And it's that like might that's the first Christmas movie I ever watched. Yeah. Um. The other one was Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. But That's a Halloween movie. Exactly. It's not a Christmas I, movie. See, there's an argument to be made, but there the is. director said that it's a Halloween movie. So exactly. I couldn't pick that.
1: Anyways, guys, in conclusion, the room is the best movie ever made. Um shout out Colorado Springs. Peace, love. Enjoy. Enjoy and to the world.
0: Joy to the world and Maybe
1: Jesus is almost born, baby.
0: Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Well we'll have a couple more episodes coming out around this time. But um
0: if this is
1: if this happens to be the Christmas episode, Merry Christmas. And uh we'll see you uh in the new year.
0: When we see we'll see you when we see you. We'll see and you when we see you. Tough. Which could be never, but Hey, we listen. Just we n- we never really know when our next episode will come out. We don't. Sometimes we so sometimes it's like four in a week. We're so sometimes not it's organized. one every two weeks. It's fine. But We're busy. How about this? We we busy. We do things. Stop fucking with Korean Jesus. We we got we got work to do. He got time for your problems. He busy. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Nah, I got bronchitis. Find Gary Busey. All right, that's it. All right, what is that from?
1: It's a a Amazon Fire TV commercial. (laughs) Oh, we're done. Hello, plants.